Good morning, people of Earth. This is Neil Parks, your host, for another extraordinary episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm an award-winning author, blah, 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 blah. For all of those who tune in to me weekly, you know what I do. I'm not going to bore you with the details. If you don't know, then you need to get on Google. Word search at the Neil Parks. That's the at sign, the Neil Parks. You'll find pages and pages and pages of information about me, what I do, what I'm planning to do, what I have done, all perfectly legal, of course, entertaining, as told by many to me, as stated. This is a new episode of Paranormally Speaking, coming close to the end of the season. Uh, Before Thanksgiving, I will be taking a break, a much-needed break. And hopefully I won't die from COVID-19 before we return next season. So hold tight, buckle up, and enjoy the show. Please hold for a word from our sponsor. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. The 10 most haunted states in the United States of America. You won't believe what the scariest one ends up being. Do you love a haunted house or a good ghost story? The website I'm about to share with you, SlotSource.com, has issued a spine-tingling report on the most haunted states in America. Compiled using findings from Ghosts of America, the list ranks the states that are home to the scariest hauntings and most phantasmagoric happenings in the country. Coming to the top of the list is Texas. They say everything is bigger in Texas, even the ghost sightings, which is probably why the Lone Star State was named the most haunted in America. In fact, its residents have witnessed a whopping 6,845 paranormal activities since 2005 alone. California is second on the list, with 6,444 reports since 2005 alone. Ohio comes in third, that's my home state, with 2,555 sightings. So what makes a place haunted? You'll see unexpected or unexplained shadows or movements in the side vision of your eyes or soft whispers of conversation near you, and no one is there. The psychic medium sisters tell Slot Source other telltale signs, such as cold spots, creepy sensations, or the feeling that you're being watched. Ghosts don't float your boat? Then the place for you is Delaware, which came in dead last on the list thanks to the fewest apparitions in the United States. Here, I'll take a look at the top 10 scariest states and some of the spookiest highlights. Spoiler alert, if you want to sleep easy tonight, stop listening now. Like I said, top of the list, Texas. Texas tops the list of the most haunted states in America. After all, this is the home of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and locations like Marfa, 
out west in the middle of nowhere. This tumbleweed town has a reputation for its cool art scene and mysterious Marfa lights. People started spotting these unexplained colorful glowing orbs back in the 19th century. Spooky spot. Remember the Alamo? Seems that the ghosts do too. Many people say San Antonio is the most haunted city in Texas, which is no surprise since it was the setting for one of the deadliest battles in America. Explore the city on foot with ghost city tours or stay at the Emily Morgan Hotel, where you'll find spirits roaming the halls. The property once housed a morgue and psychiatric ward and is now known for a lot of paranormal activity. The most haunted hotel, the man who built Austin's Driscoll Hotel, loved the place so much he never wanted to leave. He still haunts the grounds, along with the ghost of Texas Senators, a four-year-old daughter of one of them, and she allegedly fell to her untimely death on the hotel's grand staircase. Number two, California. Here we come, second on the list of the most haunted places. California is known for superstars and supernatural occurrences, especially at places like Eureka's Fort Humboldt State Historic Park. Here, hikers report seeing the ghost of a dead commander staring at them through the hospital windows. Spooky spots. You could say the city of angels is also the city of ghosts. Los Angeles is a hotbed of spookiness, the most star-studded being Hollywood's Hotel Roosevelt, where former guest Marilyn Monroe and actor Montgomery Cliff still hang around the property. The most haunted hotel, known as the Haunted Ship, the Queen Mary, is a cruise liner from the 1930s that's now docked on Long Beach, operating a hotel. The property embraces its spooky side with ghost hunting tours. One of the creepiest rooms is stateroom B340, which has had so many scary episodes that it was closed off for a number of years. Number three, my home state, like I said earlier, Ohio. Third on the list, Ohio is rife with paranormal stories from the Twin City Opera House in the tiny town of McConnellsville, where something hides behind the curtains, all the way to Manfield's Ohio State Reformatory, which hosts regular ghost hunts and was the setting for the Shawshank Redemption. Spooky spot, flickering candles, flying objects, scary screams. Waynesville has been called the most haunted town in Ohio. Check it out with a museum at a friend's home, which runs ghostly history walking tours. I live in Chillicothe, Ohio, which, in my opinion, is one of the most haunted big towns in Ohio. Uh, we've got the Majestic Theater. We've got Cross Keys Tavern. We have the Heights Cemetery that overlooks the town. Uh, you've got Dar Hunter Studios. We have the spot above Grandpa's uh, Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop. Used to be a brothel during the days of the Erie Canal. Uh, floods, fires, people dying as a result of those. The flu outbreak of 1918, Chillicothe, Ohio, was uh, ground zero in the Midwest for the outbreak and the number of deaths. Most haunted hotel, Newbury, Ohio's Punderson Manor, used to be an estate in the 19th century and later became a girl's camp. These days, the hotel looks welcoming enough 
with its Tudor mansion and hillside cabins. But it's very haunted, and psychic mediums and paranormal experts often visit to investigate otherworldly happenings. Number four, just north of Ohio, it's Michigan. From Detroit's Michigan Central Station, which is a truly haunted building that hosts an annual spooktacular event, to a number of haunted lighthouses, Michigan has its share of creepy tales, earning it a high spot on this list. The most haunted hotel is Mackinac Island's Grand Hotel. I can vouch for that. It is known for its front porch, the world's longest, and its ghostly guests. Keep an eye out for a man in a top hat who likes to play the piano in the bar or a woman in Victorian clothing who sometimes climbs into people's beds. Number five, Illinois. Say it correctly, Illinois, not Illinois. There's been plenty of strange and unexplained phenomena in the prairie state. This is why Illinois ranked fifth on the list. Spooky spot. Do you love a road trip? How about a haunted road trip? This route is only for the most daring, going from Bloods Point Cemetery near Rockford to the haunted Cahoka Mounds, way south of Springfield. Most haunted hotel. It is said that the gangster Al Capone haunts Chicago's Congress Plaza Hotel. But he's not the scariest permanent resident. Staffers often report sightings of a six-year-old boy whose mother threw him out of a 12-story window. And in room 441, a female ghost kicks guests while they are sleeping. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, thanks for coming back. Continuing on with the top 10 most haunted states in Ohio. Indiana is number six. The Hoosier State is known for corn, basketball, and hauntings. Spooky spot. Don't like ghosts? You might want to avoid Indiana University and Bloomington. The campus is crawling with paranormal activity, from the career center where babies are sometimes heard crying, to the Indiana Memorial Union, which is haunted by a ghostly dog. There's also a very haunted hotel, spas, golf courses, and ghosts. French Lick Springs Hotel is a resort getaway that is haunted by its founder, Thomas Taggart, who still enjoys soaking in the property's on-site mineral springs and likes to hold parties in an empty ballroom. Housekeepers also find blood in a bathtub where a jilted bride took her own life. Number seven is Pennsylvania. You might want to call it Paranormal Pennsylvania. This state has lots of terrifying tales from Eastern State Penitentiary, which celebrates its checkered past with tours by day or for the really daring by night to the Hell's Hollow Wildlife Adventure Trail, which is as scary as the name would suggest. Spooky spots. During a deadly Civil War battle, more than 50,000 men perished at Gettysburg, which I've been to myself. Gettysburg is in my opinion, one of the most paranormal hotspots in Eastern America. So it's no wonder that this is the one of the most haunted spots in the state, if not in America. You hear stories about spirits who still lurk here on one of the ghostly images of Gettysburg's tours, or stay at the Gettysburg Hotel where a Confederate nurse walks the hallways. The most haunted hotel on Pennsylvania, and the charming town of New Hope, the Logan Inn, 
has been creeping out of its guests since 1722. The spookiest room is number six, where you can often smell the lavender perfume worn by the mother of a former owner and hear crying at night. Number eight is Oklahoma. The state's spooky side includes haunted military forts, Bigfoot sightings, and a demon called Zozo. Spooky spot. It has been said that Guthrie, one of the oldest towns in the state, is the spookiest place in Oklahoma. There are at least eight haunted locations from the Stone Lion Inn, inhabited by the spirit of an eight-year-old girl, to the Bluebell, a one-time bordello, where the former madam and some of her clients still make their presence known. Most haunted hotel in Oklahoma. The Skirvin Hilton Hotel is not only the oldest hotel in Oklahoma City, it's also a place where its ghosts are said to have caused basketball teams, including the New York Knicks and the Chicago Bulls, to lose games. Number nine, New York. When you think haunted, the headless horseman who roamed the Hudson Valley searching for his head immediately springs to mind. But that was just a made-up character. The Empire State has had many real ghosts to discover. Spooky spots. You can't get away from ghosts in New York, especially in Manhattan. Some visitors to the Morris Jummel Mansion in Washington Heights claim that they see strange things and hear voices. And then there's the House of Death at 14 West 10th Street, where Mark Twain once lived and documented supernatural experiences that he encountered. Twain himself still roams the halls of this location for which he once lived. Most Haunted Hotel, Lake George's Sagamore Hotel, has been a favorite vacation spot since it was built in 1883. So it's no wonder spirits continue to lurk here, including a silver-haired woman wearing a polka dot dress and ghostly children who are sometimes spotted on the golf course. Last but not least, number 10 is the great state of Virginia. Given Virginia's rich past, it figures that the state would have a ghostly presence. Spooky spot. Colonel Williamsburg. Colonial Williamsburg is a great place to soak in American history and meet some captivating ghosts. One of the most notorious is Lady Anne Skipwith, who broke a heel right before she took her own life. Now, people touring George White House sometimes hear the sound of a heel banging on a staircase. Most Haunted Hotel, one of the most elegant hotels in Hunt County, the Black Horse Inn, used to be a Civil War hospital. Today's guests report visions of wounded soldiers and even a laughing nurse wandering throughout the hotel. And now a word from our sponsor. Roswell, UFOs, Flying Saucers, Alien Abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Dave Grohl says that the Foo Fighters recorded their upcoming album, their 10th album in that neat, uh, in California. And it turns out the house is haunted. They can't even tell you 
about the house because a lady is trying to sell it. Huh. They said, we found out about the history of the house and I had to sign an effing non-disclosure agreement with the landlord because he's trying to sell it. So I can't give away what happened there, but they set up a baby monitor. Things did happen. They did How see cool things. How that? Um, their guitars would be detuned between sessions. All their settings on their soundboard would go back to zero. Their tracks would go missing. Some tracks didn't record while theirs would be there instead i guess like weird mic open noises okay like the yeah, yeah, yeah mic would just open and noises would be there sure when they walked into the house dave said i knew the vibes were definitely off but the sound was effing on he said <laughs> the, stuff. the vibes were off but the sound yes. was on he said stuff That's started happening awesome. almost right away and they got increasingly weirded out and that wild? Yeah, who would not? I mean, like that's yeah, that's really weird. I Once mean, like, you're recording, you're recording like one of the coolest albums that you could record. What your your tenth one, and then right. all of a sudden you're surrounded by a bunch of ghosts. <laughs> I love it. Once they sell that house, I bet we'll get more details. Well, yeah, you want to know ahead of time though that that's the house, right? Yes. Oh my god, I, it's kind of cool actually. Some people. Like, look for haunted houses. I, that's what I think, too. I think like eventually Parks. they could probably get more out of that house because that would be the place. Neil Parks would love that. Foo Fighters recorded there. And it's haunted. Yep. He buys haunted items online. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're you're begging curses to be inside well, your yeah, home. Neil, you know, he, he wants to hang out with the ghosts pretty bad. He does. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> he has some books written right now. You can check them out uh, or you can buy them online. Neil Parks, look for him. He's local and it's all the local haunts around here. Chillicothe, you name it. He has been there and he's written about it. Available to order now. My first audiobook, Neil Parks presents truly terrifying tales narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book... And it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. Ten terrifying but true horror stories reported in the news. From fatal exorcisms to unexplained deaths and devil worship, there are some real-life nightmares. A horror movie or book or show gets your heart pumping in the moment, sure. You can at least rest easy afterwards knowing that you experienced possibly a work of fiction. What's more terrifying is when the real world gets creepier than anything Stephen King could dream up. Real terror happens around us every day. Even if it's not always making it into your timeline, murders, disappearances, demonic possession, and devil worship aren't just stories that are made up. These are real terrors and horrors that happen all around us, and they made it to the headlines ripped straight from the news. I've rounded up some of the most horrifying, unexplained, real-world stories, starting with the Axe Murderer House. The Villisca Axe Murder House in Villisca, Iowa, 
is a well-known tourist attraction for ghost hunters and horror lovers alike. The site of a gruesome, unsolved 1912 murder mystery in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed by the axe of an unknown perpetrator was purchased in 1994, restored to its original 1912 condition, and converted into a tourist destination. It costs $428 a night to stay at the old haunted home, where visitors have always reported strange paranormal experiences, such as visions of a man with an axe roaming the halls, or the faint screams of children. In November 2014, the haunting took a darker turn. Robert Stephen Larson, Jr., 37, of Rhinelander, Wisconsin, was on a regular recreational paranormal visit with friends when true horror struck. His companions found him stabbed in the chest, an apparently self-inflicted wound. They called 911, and Lauren was brought to a nearby hospital before being helicoptered to Creighton University Medical Center in Omaha. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office said Larson suffered a self-inflicted injury at about 12.45 a.m., which is around the same time the 1912 axe murders in the house began. Larson recovered from his injuries, but has never spoken publicly about what occurred that night. For Martha Lynn, the owner of the home, the incident was very upsetting. It's publicity, but it's not exactly the kind of publicity you desire to have. I don't want people thinking that when they come to the Villisca Axe Murder House, something's going to happen that's going to make them do something like that. The house remains open for tourism and tourist visits, and the overnight stays remain today. The Haunted Doll When you think of haunted dolls, it's likely the creepy old Victorian-looking porcelain kind that springs to mind, none of which you probably have laying around. Still, don't get too comfortable around any kid's toys too soon. Though a Disney's Frozen Elsa doll was gifted for Christmas 2013, in the Houston area, made headlines earlier that year, when it seemingly became haunted. The doll recited phrases from the movie Frozen and sang Let It Go when a button on its necklace was pressed. For two years, it did that in English. Mother Emily Madonia said. In 2015, it started doing it and alternating between Spanish and English. There wasn't a button that changed these. It was just random. The family has owned the doll for more than six years and never changed its batteries. The mother says the doll would randomly begin to speak and sing even when its switch was turned off. The family decided to throw the creepy doll out December of 2019. Weeks later, they found it inside a bench in their living room. The kids insisted they didn't put it there. And believe I believe them because they wouldn't have dug through the garbage outside, Madonia told KPRC2, Houston News. At that point, Elsa ceased to sing the English rendition of Let It Go altogether, speaking only Spanish when pressed. The family then double-bagged the bizarre doll and placed it at the bottom of their garbage, which was taken out on garbage day. 
They went on a trip shortly after that, but when they returned, Elsa too had come back and was waiting in the backyard of their home. This time, the family mailed Elsa to a family friend in Minnesota who taped the haunted doll to the front of the bumper of his truck. It doesn't seem to have made its way back to Houston yet, as per Madonia's latest February Facebook update on the creepy doll case. A Deadly Exorcism In August of 2016, in North London, 26-year-old Kennedy Ife began acting strange and aggressive following a pain in his throat. He reportedly bit his father and threatened to cut off his own penis and complained of a python or snake inside of him before his family restrained him to a bed with cable ties and excessive force. As the BBC reported, the family then set about attempting to cure Kennedy through restraint and prayer over the next three days, the court was told. His brother, Colin Ife, told police, it's clear that thing was in him. What we believed was a demon caused it. It was not natural. It was clearly trying to kill him, he said. We had to restrain him for himself. It was clear if we didn't restrain him, we could have tried to harm people in our family, he may have. Kennedy Ife had been bound to his bed for three days without medical attention. When his brother called emergency services, explaining that Kennedy Ife was complaining of dehydration, he appeared to have developed breathing issues and was pronounced dead at 1017. While police were at the house, Colin Ife allegedly carried out an attempted resurrection by chanting and praying for Mr. Ife. All seven of Kennedy Ife's family members were accused of manslaughter, false imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. A post-mortem examination revealed over 60 wounds, including a possible bite on Kennedy Ife's body, and his father, Kenneth Ife, along with four of his brothers, sustained injuries as well. The BBC reported, Kenneth Ife told jurors, he ordered his sons to take shifts and use overwhelming force, but denied that an association with cults, occults, or secret societies played any part in his death. After a four-day jury deliberation, all seven family members were cleared of charges on March 14, 2019. Dead Animals in the Walls a family decided to insulate their home in Auburn, Pennsylvania in 2015. They discovered that it had already been insulated with scores of dead animal carcasses. As Fox News reported, the dead animals were wrapped in newspaper from the 1930s and 40s and were among half-used spices, among other items. After removing the items, they sent hundreds of artifacts and carcasses to an expert in Kutztown. The expert attributed the rotting animals in their walls to powwow or Dutch magic, a ritual originating in the culture of Pennsylvania Dutch to treat ailments and gain physical and spiritual protection. The Pennsylvania Dutch were a group of German-speaking settlers to Pennsylvania in the 16 and 1700s and are often of Lutheran, Mennonite, or Amish faiths. The Washington Post noted, 
on the magic. Many of the spells deal with the care of livestock, finding water, or the treatment of minor ailments, reflecting the conditions and concerns of early American settlers. But powwow also was within a tradition of darker spells, and even of such things as conjuring demons. One notable ritual in their tradition is this hex to create loyalty in a dog. To attach a dog to a person provided nothing else was used before to affect it. Try to draw some of your own blood and let the dog eat it along with his food, and he will stay with you. The mold found in the rotting carcasses in their home was, has been causing illnesses among the family members, and they say that they had to remove it to get the odor out, and the odor has not gone away. Florida devil worshiping. Friends noticed that Danielle Harkins, a 35-year-old school teacher near St. Petersburg, Florida, started acting strangely in June of 2012, developing an interest in demonic rituals. Soon after, she was arrested for abuse of seven of her former students at the Tampa Bay Times, reported. Daniel Harkins told the kids they needed to rid their bodies of demons as the group gathered before dusk Saturday around a small fire near St. Petersburg Pier. They should cut their skin to let the evil spirits out. Police said she told the children then they needed to burn the wounds to ensure that those spirits would not return. When Harkins held a lighter to one of the teen's hands, one blew the flames out, police said. That prompted her to douse his hand in perfume before setting it on fire. The boy suffered second-degree burns, police said. Another teen was cut on the neck with a broken bottle, police said. Harkins used a flame to heat small key, which she then used to cauterize the wound. The police were notified because a friend of one of the students who participated in the ritual raised alarms. However, none of the students themselves told their parents about the event or would comment following the arrest of Harkins for aggravated battery and child abuse. NBC reported, investigators said they've spoken to Harkins, but she didn't spell out what type of religion would require such drastic measures. She hasn't informed them exactly what she was trying to accomplish with this. Putz of St. Petersburg Police Department said. And now a word from our sponsor. Fortunately, that's all the time we have for today. But I'm happy to leave you with uh, food for thought, peace of mind. Many of us believe that we are witnessing the fall of the U.S. empire. Would a civilized country limit health care or food assistance for the poor? Would a civilized country leave crops rotting in the fields, destroy the educational system, target women and attempt to eliminate their reproductive rights while refusing to help the resulting babies from women who are forced to keep them, abuse desperate immigrants, pretend to believe in Christianity while perv perverting and debasing its tenets, refuse to protect the earth from destruction, the world is watching. I'm Neil Parks, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Join us next time for more of the same.
and I'll add something a little spicy next week. Thank you. Have a great weekend.